Have you ever felt too attached in a relationship? Have you felt that, you know, you're always a little bit anxious and you can never like relax or surrender and never feel completely secure when you're with someone, whether it be romantic or otherwise? Have you ever even felt the other way where you're just like too avoidant? Like you want that intimate, beautiful contact with someone, but at the same time, you're just like avoiding it and you cannot tell why. And maybe someone told you it might have something to do with your past. It has something to do with the relationships you might might have with your parents or caregivers and so in this video we are going to talk about attachment styles which is the psychological theories around why people in adult relationships might have different ways of relating and how secure they feel in a relationship might be explained by this theory. So we are going to talk about the three key attachment styles there are and I'm going to talk a bit about the science behind attachment mainly in primary relationships like romantic relationships but they do apply to relationships and friendships and family relationships in general. So attachment styles in this video. So the first person who came up with this idea that something that the adult relationships we have in our day-to-day -day lives might have something to do with our pasts, might have something to do with the bonds we had with our primary caregivers. So be it parents or be it some other caregivers that we may have in our lives. And this person Bowlby, Bowlby, something like that, was a psychiatrist, I think in England, and he noticed the children who presented to him with maladaptive behaviors, so a bit like off behaviors, he noticed that these children and their relationship with their parents was also a bit off. So he came up with this idea that you can explain relationships later on in life, and this continues to adult relationships, based on your relationships with your primary caregivers when you are as young as infants. And so this idea then later went ahead with some other psychologists like Mary Answorth and she had this setup, she had this experiment where she had an infant come in with their mother mostly. She made them sit in a room and then at some point a stranger walked in the room and the mother left the room and after that some point the mother came back again and throughout this entire period the researchers and other observers were observing the behavior of the child. How comfortable is this child when this new stranger walks in? How comfortable are they interacting with them, engaging with them or are they more avoidant? Are they like running away? Are they sitting in the corner of the room? Are they dis engaging or, and how secure they feel. One way to summarize what attachment styles mean is how do you find security in response to uncertainty? So who are the people you go to? Who are the people who you find solace in? And that's one way to define attachment, especially when it uh, when there's like a stressor around. So Ainsworth and colleagues discovered that the, the infants in that experiment broadly fell into three categories. And I have those categories with me here. They were like secure, insecure, avoidant, and insecure, ambivalent. And these are the historical categories in which Ainsworth and colleagues segregated these in. Later with more research in attachment theory, with attachment styles, we have a slightly different categorization of attachment styles, especially for adult relationships. But in research, a lot of these patterns hold, which is a lot of your behavior in adult relationships can be indeed explained through attachment styles. So, what are some of the modern attachment styles that we find in today's day and age? The first one 
is secure. Secure means secure. Um, so you have the sense that when you are in relationships, there's a healthy overtone to it. There's a healthy um, vibe to it. Even if you're fighting, even if you are engaged in dialogue, no matter you're, if you're having a high of your life or a low of your life, no matter what's going on, there is a sense of security. There's a sense of comfort. There is a sense of relaxation. And there's a sense that, you know, this person has got my back. This girl, this boy, whatever, has got my back. And no matter what the ups and downs and the twists and turns of this contact that we see, those are still held with some realm of security, some realm of stability. And there is a sense of letting go and a sense of relaxation that you can find within the relationship. So even if your partner or even if your friend goes and talks to someone else is not with you. Let's say you're at a party, you're mixing around and you find that this person, your friend, partner, whoever goes and talks to some other people. You may find that there is a sense of security in it. You may still feel a bit jealous. It's not like the feelings disappear, but underneath it, you might still have that strong sense of security and perhaps you may not even feel jealous. Um, now, contrast that to some of the other attachment styles uh, that I'll talk about, also called as relationship styles, by the way, you may feel like extremely insecure. And then when you return home, then you may have a big fight. You may just feel a bit um, tipped off by that. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying if there is some real cheating going on in a relationship or there's some real contract breaking, no matter what form it takes. I'm not saying you should not be feeling anxious. Of course not. But I'm saying in situations where it was harmless, where it was platonic, where it was just a regular social interaction and despite that you have this cognitive distortion of feeling insecure then you might be in the other two categories that I will quickly go into soon but to wrap the first style is secure attachment styles and this is when you have this sense of you know my partner has got my back or my friend has got my back there's that undercurrent of security and letting go that you can access and you feel that this is a healthy contact it's not a very addictive or very roller coaster like contact in a very control less way but you feel like you know things are certain things are secure in this relationship so now we move on to the other two categories which are the two insecure categories now one thing I would like to say is just because you might identify with any of these doesn't mean you're wrong or doesn't mean you're bad and it doesn't even mean that you're irredeemable or anything. It just means this is the case and we accept what it is right now and the good thing I'll talk a bit about this at the end is that you can indeed change your attachment styles. There's sufficient evidence that as adults we can gain insight into our own behaviors and change them for the better. I'll talk a bit about that at the end. But the two insecure attachment Styles. So the first one is avoiding. This is when you are avoiding intimacy. You may have gotten into a romantic relationship with someone and you're like, ah, this is beautiful. We are going to enter the most glorious phases of our lives. And maybe that is the case for a bit. But then something clicks and you're just like not wanting to seek that contact. You feel like you're not ready to be vulnerable in that way. There is a avoidance to expose all of you, perhaps with the fear of being rejected, perhaps with the fear of being dismissed or judged or shamed. And you might know that this is because you had this one experience with your caregiver back in the day where you said something that was vulnerable and authentic and that was like dismissed. So perhaps you expressed a worse fear of yours and you were told that just get over it. Or you expressed this fact that you had a crush on someone and then your parent was like, oh, that is what are we talking about? And this is more towards the later phases. It's not exactly in childhood when you're talking about crushes and stuff. 
this is more towards teenage but more towards childhood it would be things like how you exactly relate to your parents maybe you needed something at some point and then you were shunned and as a result you may have developed this pattern of avoiding you may have developed this defense mechanism a word that's commonly used of avoiding contact you feel like you're good on your own you feel like you just don't really want to take all of this roller coaster you feel it's all drama anyway and then there is a lack of opening yourself up so that is characteristic of avoidant attachment styles and again I mean to reiterate again and again and again that that doesn't mean you're wrong. That just means what is. And in fact, it's a healthy defense mechanism that you may have adopted if you identify with this style to avoid pain. So know that this style serves a purpose. Know that this is not just something that is in your mind to just cause inconvenience to you, but it is indeed something that saved you or kept you healthy or kept you at least going back in the day when you did not have those resources to adjust. So that was the avoidant attachment style. The other side of attachment styles or insecure attachment style rather is the attachment style called anxious. Now, well, while avoidance seeks to avoid contact and conflict, the anxious attachment style just thinks that things are going wrong all the time. There is that sense of instability. Perhaps you might pick a lot of fights as a result of projecting a lot of bad things happening. Perhaps you're always sensitive when let's say your partner goes and talks to someone of the opposite gender even though you might know that they don't mean any romantic interest it's just a friendly platonic contact uh, but you might not be able to get it deeply and you may just feel a bit insecure about that you may feel a bit anxious about that is um, that's why this attachment style is named that way so you may feel a bit preoccupied with what they're doing you may feel that it's harder for you to have your own boundaries and your own distance and this is often characteristic of anxious attachment styles. Now, whatever I said about avoidant attachment styles also might apply to the anxious style in terms of how things might have formed. So perhaps in response to some uh, perhaps significant trauma or just um, little t trauma, like a bit of an inconvenience that you may not have had the resources to deal with back in the day, you may have developed the sense that things are always unstable. Perhaps this could be the case because your caregiver was not present for you all the time. And you may have developed the sense that I don't have security and I'm always anxious about who will provide for me and that sort of a mindset well mindset not explicitly thought about but something that's internalized might have generalized now in the adult relationships that you may have so attachment relation styles are often characterized with well anxiety well anxious relationship styles are often characterized with anxiety and feeling of instability so if you identify with that when you are in a relationships perhaps you may have an anxious attachment style and it might be something worth bringing up with a therapist if you're working with one or reading books around it and maybe this might help you move towards a more secure attachment style. So those were the three key attachment styles and indeed a lot of our behaviors might classify into these three attachment styles but psychologists have also proposed some other types like dismissing avoidant there is the system of classification where you have view of self on the y-axis I'll put an image here and view of others on the x-axis and based on that you may fall into one of these four quadrants but they also correspond to the attachment styles I mentioned now of course now that you might have figured out what your attachment style might be you may now think like look I'm just doomed I'm just like from my childhood I had this attachment style and now 
everything is just bad and I'm miserable. I'll never be able to form good relationships. And good news, that's not the case because these styles are indeed malleable. Working with good professionals might help you tweak them bit by bit. You may be able to develop more security. You may be able to go back and look at these experiences that may have led to the attachment styles that you have now and you may be able to heal them. So good news for it. Now it's well beyond the scope of videos to talk about what actions might you take to move towards a more secure attachment style precisely because I don't know you, I have not met you and I don't know which axis in which you might identify with. Besides, I'm not even a therapist so that's not really my area of expertise. I'm, I'm a researcher, I know these what these things mean but I don't necessarily work with people to heal their attachment styles. And if you feel that you may have one of the insecure attachment styles, a good place to start might be books. Like I recommend the book Attached which is a very nice summary of these attachment styles in a more lucid, friendly, easy way, which is very accessible. So you can read that book and perhaps you will gain more insight both into the research of attachment styles and some techniques around how you may get um, more towards secure. But of course the gold standard here might be to work with someone who is an expert at this. Work with a therapist who you may trust and who knows these things and may help you move towards a more stable, more secure attachment styles. But regardless, I do want you to know that this is not a lost cause, that you are not doomed in any way and knowing what your attachment styles are simply the first step in understanding our own psychologies and understanding how to come out of some of these pathologies if you will or just aberrant mental patterns that we may have and the journey of having and recognizing the many faults we have and coming out of it I find is way more rewarding than just being blessed with like the perfect mental state. So no matter where you at I want you to know that we're all in this together and and I invite you to read more about this, to research more about this and perhaps eventually seek some help. But regardless, I hope you enjoyed this presentation and understanding of attachment styles and hope this video adds some value to your life. This is Sankalp signing off.